Hello, Sunday School friends. It's nice to see you again. Welcome to Sunday School. My name is Mrs. Hudson, and I'm here to share Jesus with you. Let's begin. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want you to think of something that makes you happy, a reason that you are happy. Toys, <laughs> Legos, maybe playing outside, whether it's in the snow or in the sunshine. Yeah, lots of reasons to make us happy. God gives us plenty of reasons to be happy too. Let's think of some of the things that God does for us that make us happy. He gives us all those blessings in our lives, those toys, but he also gives us parents and food, right? He provides a way for life in heaven. He forgave our sins because of Jesus. And he does what is best for us by calming our worries. Because of God's goodness, we praise him. Praise. Hmm. You've probably heard that word before, but do you know what it means? Praise. To tell someone they are awesome. We praise God when we sing to him. We praise God when in our prayers we say, Dear God, you are almighty and we love you for all the things you do for us. There's a psalm in our our red hymnal on page 85, Psalm 47. And this psalm says these words, Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. And that's how the song goes in uh, rhythm. If you want to sing along with me, because it kind of repeats itself. I bet you could figure it out right away. We start here and then we go way up high. Ready? Let the people praise you, O oh God. Let all the people praise you. Do you want to sing it with me this time? And we are using our voices to praise God because all the wonderful things that he does for us. Let the people praise you, O oh God. Let all the people praise you. Thank you. You know, there are other songs that we can praise God with because of the wonderful things he's done. Some of them maybe you have heard before at uh, Sunday school or in your classroom. One of my favorites that I like to sing is, My God is so great, so strong and so mighty. And that's a praise song as well. My God is so great, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so great, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing my God cannot do. The mountains are His, the rivers are His, the stars are His handiwork too. My God is so great, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing my God cannot do for you. Thank you for singing with me. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we praise you for all you have done for us. Help us remember that we can always come to you whenever we need help. Amen. Boys and girls, our story for today is about Jesus doing a miracle. A miracle is something that he uses his power here on earth. The story is named Jesus Feeds the 5,000. If you want to follow along by looking at this picture, you sure can. There's some food. We're going to pretend that there's little fishies to eat. 
I like to eat fish like fish sticks, fried fish. How about some little loaves of bread like tortillas? Maybe we could have some fish tacos. <laughs> These little loaves of bread were kind of like dinner rolls, just enough to fit in your hand or a tortilla, small piece of bread, okay? What if I had only this amount of food to feed the whole classroom? Would that be enough food? What if it was for dinner? Usually when you have dinner or supper, you've got a whole table full of food, right? Something here, something there, something there, so that everybody can have as many bites as they need, right? Well, today, there was a kind of a problem of not enough food, and Jesus' disciples had to solve the problem, only they could only find a little amount of food. They did not know what to do. So, we're going to listen carefully to find out what Jesus taught the disciples when he fed more than 5,000 people. 5,000! Let me give you that number. 5,000. Let's try to imagine how much that would be. 5,000 people. Let's see. I'm thinking of a really big parking lot. Like the parking lot at the zoo. If you've ever been to a zoo, you know that the parking lot at the zoo has so many spaces to fill for all the people visiting. And all of the cars have several people in it, right? So if all the spaces were filled with all the cars and everybody there, it would probably be close to 5,000 or maybe a little bit more. <laughs> Our story begins with crowds of people following Jesus and listening to him preach. One day, so many people came to Jesus that he and his disciples did not even get a chance to eat. So he told his disciples, come with me. We're going to go to try to find a quiet place to get some rest. Then Jesus and his disciples got into a boat and they crossed over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. But the people who wanted to listen to Jesus some more, they saw where he was going and they quickly ran to the shore to get to the other side before the boat did. When Jesus stepped off the boat, the crowd was already there waiting to hear him speak again. So he taught them God's word and he healed the people that were sick. Later in the day, the disciples came to Jesus and said, it's getting very late. Send the people away so that they can go and buy food for themselves to eat. Jesus answered, the people do not have to go away. You, you find them something to eat. Now, Jesus had already planned how he was going to get to feed the people, but he wanted to see what his disciples would do. The disciples were surprised with Jesus' answer. One of them even said, we don't have enough money to buy food for so many people. Even if we had lots of money, each person would still only get one bite. Then another disciple said, I found a little boy who has a basket of five loaves of bread and two fish. 
but that's not going to be enough to feed so many people. Jesus had the people sit down in the grass. They were on a hill. And when they were all seated, the disciples could see that there were about 5,000 men waiting to be fed. And that number did not even include the women or the children. 5,000. So there could have been twice as many. So Jesus took the food from the little boy, the bread and the fish. He prayed and he gave thanks to God. Then he began to break the food and gave it to his disciples to pass out in baskets. And guess what? There was plenty of food. Each person there, all 5,000, had more than enough to eat. When everyone was done eating, Jesus says to his disciples, each of you take a basket and pick up the food that's left over. So don't let any be wasted. And 12 disciples each had a basket and there were 12 baskets full of leftover food. When the people saw this great miracle, they said, this Jesus must be the one God promised to send to the world. So that's the end of our story. Now let's talk a little bit about this story. How did Jesus help the people who followed him? He did some things for them. He taught them God's word and he healed them. Which do you think was more important of the two? Teaching them God's word or healing them? Teaching them God's word is very, very important. God's word creates the faith that will save them forever. Jesus has the power to help us in every need. He helps us here on earth, but more important, he forgives our sins so that someday we can live in heaven with him. Let's get to the part of the story where the disciples wanted to send the people away. Why? because it was dinner time and they didn't want to have to buy all the food for feeding all of those people. But Jesus told his disciples, you give them something to eat. He wanted to see what the disciples would do. He wanted the disciples to come to him to ask for help instead of trying to solve the problem on their own. So, one of the disciples found a little boy who had some food. Five loaves of bread and two fish. Why did the disciples think that the boy's lunch wouldn't even help? Because there was such a big crowd, right? The disciples forgot that Jesus had great power to help them. I brought something for a snack today. I brought an orange. I've already started to peel it. What if I had to share this little orange for lunch with everyone in my classroom? How much food would that be? How many segments are there? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight little slices of orange. Would that be enough to fill 
all of my students' bellies? It wouldn't be, would it? But Jesus could turn a small lunch into, into enough food to feed more than 5,000 people. What did Jesus do before they ate? Do you remember that part? This will give you a clue. He gave thanks for the food. Why did Jesus do that? He wanted to show the people all there that the food is a gift from God for which we should be thankful. How was Jesus able to give that small food to everyone? Because he is God. He is almighty. How many leftover baskets of food were there when they started with one small basket and everyone ate? There were 12 leftover baskets. And what do we call what Jesus did when he fed more than 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish? We call it a miracle. <laughs> there are other miracles that you're going to hear about through Sunday school and maybe through your own school or reading devotions with your parents. One of the miracles was when Jesus changed water into wine. He showed love to his friends at a wedding. When they had run out of wine, he turned water, six big jugs full of water into wine. He also healed people, people who couldn't walk, people who had yucky things called demons in their lives. He healed people, a person who had leprosy, many people have leprosy. That means always all over their skin. People who were blind and then they can see. Why is it important to remember that Jesus has so much power? Because nothing is too small, too hard for Jesus. He can do whatever he needs for our needs. We can pray to him and thank him and praise him for all of those things. So let's look at the question at the beginning. What did Jesus teach the disciples? And that's one of our fish. Jesus taught to trust in him to take care of all their needs. He taught that to the disciples, but he teaches that to us as well. What's this word? To trust in him, to take care of all our needs. That's another one of the fish. Now we've got some bread to talk about. Jesus taught the people God's word, one of the pieces of bread. The disciples did not ask Jesus for help. See that? So Jesus showed that he had the power to feed more than 5,000 people. He is all-powerful. And the disciples saw that Jesus had given the people more than enough to eat because they collected all of the rest. The answer to our question then, 
What did Jesus teach the disciples? To trust in him, to take care of all their needs. Jesus taught his disciples to trust. Jesus teaches us to trust for all of our needs. Why? Because he has the power. Let's do a prayer together. We have some actions with this prayer. Okay, let's hold our hands. Lord, help me put my trust in you for all the things great and small. And keep me faithful to your son, Jesus, who died to save us all. Amen. Thank you, boys and girls. Now, what I'd like for you to do is I'd like for you to look at your paper. On the back side of your paper, it talks about a meal prayer. Maybe you say, come Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let these gifts to us be blessed. Amen. Maybe you'd like to come up with a new prayer at your home, something that is your words. We say, come Lord Jesus, but sometimes we make up other prayers that are our own words. And in my classroom, we like to use this one. And I think it's appropriate because of the basket full of food and the many baskets at the very end. I can teach it to you right now. It's actually from a psalm. The song goes like this. Fill my cup, let it overflow. Uh -huh. Fill my cup, let it overflow. Oh yeah. Fill my cup, let it overflow. Let it overflow with love. Because Jesus fills our cup with love, but it's overflowing. He gives us all that we need. Our blessings are overflowing from love from Jesus. Thank you for joining me today, and I will see you again next time. Jesus.